Welcome to Design Thinkers Academy London podcast, where we focus on design thinking and its role in some of the biggest issues facing society today. In this edition of the podcast, we look at how design thinking interacts with the world of fashion. And so spoke to Anne-Marie Sheridan Antille. Anne-Marie recently took part in our first ever prototyping craft course. She's a design consultant and a director who specializes in women's wear fashion and has worked with a number of global luxury brands. Hello, Anne-Marie. Hi, hi Ben. So first up, you've just been on our recent online prototyping course. Yes, yeah. And why did you want to get involved in the course in the first place? Well, I really wanted to engage with different people from different backgrounds, but like-minded professionals, and to learn a, a different approach and a different ways to execute collaborative design projects. And it was this fresh perspective that was offered by the Design Thinking Academy and this way to look at design through a more analytical lens. Okay. And what did you specifically want to get out of the course? I guess one of the major things that I wanted to learn and experience was just that level of communication in a, in a creative sense with people that you don't normally get to do that with. So as a creative in the studio, you're, you're not commonly involved in strategic planning on a business sense or strategic planning in, in a sense of beyond your realm. So that was super refreshing, this perspective to be able to really construct and, you know, analyse your ideas into proactive and clear strategic thinking. Okay. And have, have you done much or any prototyping before? Had you ha- Did you have any experience in that or were you new to the whole concept? Well, I mean, I've done a lot of prototyping in the sense of garments. Um, it's, a, it's a intrinsic to the process of design when you relate that to fashion you really make your ideas come to life 3D. Um, but of course, it's, it's very much through a, a sort of, you know, a style and something which is very specific to be worn. So what was interesting with this process was maybe taking a bit of that and maybe this idea of, you know, constructing and reconstructing and reconstructing, going back into an idea, changing it, developing it, but in a sense of strategy and looking at um, uh, maybe a problem, problem solving, or coming up with an idea to um, affiliate a new business. So yeah, it was a kind of maybe a more yeah, analytical approach and a less um, physical one maybe. Yeah, so it's giving you almost a different lens to something that you've already, you've done for a long period of time. Yeah, and that was really interesting actually. And also to see how other people that were in the group how they approached prototyping. You know, I suppose I come from a very structured way to approach a prototype. It's part of our process. So for the people that were used to maybe organizing meetings, organizing presentations even, how they would do that on a conceptual level was completely different to how I would do that on a more practical level. But again, it was all coming down to how you communicate ideas and ideas as concepts. So yeah. that was really fascinating, actually. And uh, I mean, in many ways, when you hear the word prototyping, you think physical, like you were saying, you were, you've been making garments for a long time. How did it work in an online setting to learn prototyping through, you know, an online course? Well, we worked with some really interesting tech um, in the sense of like ways to, because the, the main issue, which I, I think with the sort of remote courses 
remote learning or just being involved in remote meetings. It's how do you communicate clearly and swiftly, you know, to, to really um, also accommodate that there's more than two or three people, you know, so in that sense, there is um, like neural board, we, we learned to use that. And um, this kind of also this way that you just do a quick sketch of an idea or you you use some images, you paste them up into this neural board, you you really have to find ways to yeah, to find a clear communication with many people at once. And that was something I'd been used to doing in physical and not from distance. You know, even meetings that I'd had um, during the pandemic that were from distance, it was people you knew and in the format that you knew. So this was a real challenge. But I think that the, the format that was chosen by the Design for the Academy was actually very useful. And I think we all learned a lot, actually, in, in terms of tech skills. So just generally as an overview, how was the experience of doing the course? It was great. I mean, it was a three-day intensive. So we began working as a, a group with two group leaders, Goldie and David. And they really helped us to interact smoothly. And we were given small kind of projects to first, the first day I think was more about just opening yourself up to this new way of discussing ideas and to use that kind of like that forum, the mural boards, and how to, yeah, how to really have very time monitored, quick feedback sessions. And then we broke out into smaller groups during the sort of second day and the third day. And what I found really enriching as well was that we had very specific goals. So it was all very process driven, but results driven as well, which was a good balance, I think. And what were the key takeaways that you learned from the course that you would then take forward with your current work? Well, definitely the, the tech skills that I learned. Um, they're sort of invaluable aids to actually any sort of future distant meetings or online uh, communications. Uh, and also that sense of being immersed directly into the process of prototyping um, and project planning. And not just for me, for example, coming from a design orientated perspective, but maybe also on this, you know, how to plan the whole communication process within a collection, how to work on all of the different um, ideas that you might have in a slightly more analytical sense in some areas. And these were skills I think that I'm, I'm definitely going to try and incorporate into my design process as a whole and also with the, you know, the people that I work with directly. And so what brought you to design thinking as a methodology in the first place? Well, I think for me, um, Design is something I'm passionate about and uh, really the sort of positive impacts that design has on society and on us as individuals. And I really love the way that this sort of creativity for all is a real principle and staple of the Design Thinking Academy and this way to engage with business, to engage on a social business level. Um, and it's a really uh, important, I think, to to kind of liberate this sense of um, creativity within us all. And how did you come across design thinking? What was your first introduction to it? So I actually met um, David Kegel, one of the leaders from my um, time when I was studying at an online course actually with um, the CISL Institute from Cambridge. And it was on a course which was for the sustainability management there. And so as part of some of the other like uh, 
sort of like breakout groups that happened after that course. Dave uh, was explaining what he was doing and part of it was uh, working with the Design Academy thinking. So that was how I kind of first got a knowledge. And then I, I actually listened to the podcast and looked a bit more into all the people behind it. So so you were, lo- you were doing a course on sustainability in, in general. What was that focused on? It was sustainability management and it was a course which was really really engaging people not really from design actually it wasn't from a design perspective at all it was really from an idea of giving individuals a sense of knowledge and uh, leadership skills to launch into well the the current situation which is also a situation which is an ongoing situation since uh, many many years Um, But to really have the chance to learn and to not just about the science, but also how you can work within your own sphere of influence and make change. And that sense of like positive change and how to establish that within your own practice, whatever that may be, was a staple for me. That was something that was I really wanted to do that for a long time. And having pandemic lockdown allowed me to do that. Because you work with fashion brands, sustainability is obviously a key focus in the fashion industry at the moment. Yes, it's definitely um, become a more and more a focus, actually. I think there's always been, especially with luxury brands, there has been this sense of being aware of precious materials and how much we are linked to the earth, you know, the, the biodiversity part of that. But now there's a real insistence upon different companies in all spectrum of the, the fashion um, world to really focus on change, be it from sourcing humanitarian issues, like I said, the biodiversity, which is a key focus for luxury companies, especially at the moment. Yeah, we really need to push on and have knowledge for designers as well, because, you know, I really believe that the design process is really, you know, the the circular system, you know, how you begin, you must start out from the concept to think about the longevity, you know, really perennial design understanding what impact you have and how to improve that and it's a constant learning process because there's constantly new um, endeavors and new technology as well that can help so just being aware and, and promoting that in your own sphere of influence was fundamental for me to start learning and focus on that from now on. Do you think that design thinking can help influence that sphere as well and help promote positive change? Well, what for me, which was um, very interesting and important within the design thinking approach, it's a way of looking at the whole system and a whole spectrum. It's, it's very much about embracing all different elements and all different aspects of design, bit through a business lens, a design lens, which then leads to broadening your own perspective when approaching a project. And also this sense of, yeah, being very proactive, you know, really trialing things, making things, prototyping things, and not just being reactive, which is sometimes the way that we can fall back on. And now is the time to be proactive. So that's a real, I think that's a real part of the design thinking approach. And so going forward, do you want to continue learning different elements of design thinking and incorporating that into what you do? Yes, I think it's it's a really interesting way to to find a kind of balance between this sort of responsible design stance and how to keep improving and also this establishing a sense of balance between like purpose and aspiration I think that's also something which you can approach from many different points of view 
But the Design Thinking Academy approach is something I really believe sits well with me. And I think there's a lot of room for improvement in all areas of design. And do you think it's likely that more fashion brands around the world will start incorporating these kind of techniques, especially with sustainability in mind? Yes, I think definitely it's becoming a levelling period at the moment. You know, there's an opportunity to change the way that we've been driving fashion. You know, this sense of fast pace in its negative effects. I think that having an approach where you really consider that whole spectrum from a design point of view is invaluable to any creative company and especially for fashion it's it's really got to come down to the responsibility of all designers as individuals as well you know just being conscious and improving constantly where you can so I think that as a whole fashion is is improving it's just got to be maybe quicker. Thanks to Anne-Marie there for sharing her time with us today. The use of fast fashion will be one of the key topic areas we explore in our upcoming Design Sprint Camp, The Climate Challenge. If you're interested in learning more about that course or any others at the Design Thinkers Academy London, then please do visit the website or follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. Many thanks for listening and look out for a further podcast coming soon.